Christian mom, let me teach yeah. you how to raise your kids. No, but it, but that's, again, that's your role as a parent. Family vlog abuse mm. has started to happen. The Ruby Frankie, the family of five incident. Jordan's Cheyenne incident. Shay Carl and the Shay Tarts. Very difficult subject. I, well... Especially conservatively yeah. speaking. Your child should never be punished with hunger or... Domestic violence in the U.S. is like, and the numbers are fucking horrifying. The atmosphere of modern-day society created an illusion of moral, philosophical, and social lines in between what's right and what's wrong. We examined this theoretical mirage in latest topics and controversies. My name is Alex. I'm Erin. Let's begin. Okay, so topic today is the YouTube scandal that is, yeah, currently literally everywhere. Mm. Uh, Ruby Frankie and her business partner. Mm. Jody Hildebrandt, um, who have been charged with child abuse, and mm. it is a truly heartbreaking, devastating story, mm. and unfortunately, something that happens all too often and is too That's common. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. So, in for those of you that don't know, which if you haven't heard about this story, you must be living under a rock. Um, there's a YouTube channel. That was run by Ruby Frankie, her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, called Eight Passengers, which was a family YouTube channel where she herself gave parenting advice to women and just people in general um, about her parenting styles. And she has had quite a lot of controversies because of her particular parenting styles for the last few years, mm. where she punishes her children by letting them starve. Mm. Um, she took away one of her son's bedrooms and made him sleep on a beanbag for eight months. Mm. Uh, just her six-year-old daughter went to school without her lunch, and she expected her six-year-old to pack her own lunch mm. every single day for school, and she didn't have a lunch. And so her teacher called her and was like, hey, can you bring her uh, a lunch? And she said, no. Uh, I know you're uncomfortable with her being hungry, but she should be hungry because she didn't pack She's six years old, um, along with other things. So her son escaped recently um, mm. where he was tied up with rope. Mm. He had open lacerations on his limbs. Mm. He was malnourished. He escaped and climbed out of a window and went to a neighbor's house asking for food and water, mm. who then called the police, obviously. And now um, both Ruby and Jody are charged with child negligence and abuse, and like, I think and six counts. Six counts of child abuse. Mm. Um, and they have. She has six children, so it's really like that's that's what also is heartbreaking. That there's not just like one child or two children living there. There are six children that witnessing this as well. Yeah. Like, it's also, it's also a significant number as well. Well, after her son escaped and mm. the neighbor called the police, mm. they went over to inspect the house and found the 10-year-old daughter, mm. who was also malnourished and um, mm. very obviously being abused, found her in the home still. Mm. So, and yeah. one thing 
the authorities knew she knew about all of this and was involved because she uploaded a video from the house mm. for that week, uh, stating like showing that she was there and she was very, very much aware of mm. what was happening to her kids because mm. she was doing it to her kids. Yeah. Um, um, before we go on, I think I, I I kind of thought about the whole situation and it was like oh maybe. You know, maybe I do a little bit of research on just in general what this domestic violence in the U.S. is like, and the numbers are fucking horrifying. Yeah. Um, Ten million men and women each year report a form of intimate partner violence. Yeah. Re Ten million report. It's yeah. like how many more are unreported? Well, most kids don't report. That's also most true. Most kids don't. Um, one in fifteen children are reportedly exposed to directly exposed to a uh, intimate partner violence or the house household violence uh one in four women and one in nine men experience severe violence mm. or sexual violence or stalking with an impact which means stalking that leads to some kind of physical interaction one in four women so like 25 percent in in their lifetime one in seven women and one in 25 men are injured from a domestic violence act, one in five women and one in 71 men, so one in five women and one in 71 men experience a form of extreme sexual violence, which we will not say due to the moderation on YouTube, but one in, like what horrified me is one in five, that's 20% in a lifetime. Like this is crazy. That's reported. That's reported like as well. Like yes. yeah, you need to sign it, yeah. yes. And but also one in seventy one men. Like it's also a lot yeah. of men. No, it's when you think about it, that's that's because we usually when we think about the extreme of sexual violence, you usually think men to women, right? And now one in seventy one. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Um and so one in fifteen children do uh, it is an NCADV.org, which is a the kind of the statistics um, the statistic companion for that, but other uh, sources do rate around 10 million children each year being exposed to uh, some kind of form of domestic violence. It's 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 real. Like it's a real issue, and and it is only U.S. Like this is this is only U.S. Just imagine third world countries where that's not that much of accountability. Not there, even. Um, but like. No, domestic violence is rampant and. New Zealand. In it's New Zealand, that's true. in UK. Yeah, it's that's true. Australia. So it doesn't have to be third mm. world. Um, it's, it's think yeah. about South America as well. That's like true. it's everywhere. Yeah. No. And and so it's it's really much of a kind of a wake up call that yeah we are kind of having this issue of uh, Ruby and Jody and they're getting in trouble but it's really not in, like one person individually having this act. No, it's 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 a real widespread issue that the whole but what just really gets me yeah. is she was like she marketed her channel as a parenting advice family advice mm. people watched her mm. to gain parental mm. advice mm. and it's something that is only going to plague our world today mm. because back in the day if you were struggling with parenting mm. or issues that you had as a parent you would straight away turn to abuse because it was very biblical, like spare the rod, mm. spare the child, whatever, um, mm. and the rule of thumb. But now, mm. 
and you would maybe go to your neighbors if you had a mm. question about your kids. You would you would well, look possibly. to your community yeah. to support. And now mm. we live in a world where social media is everywhere. Mm. So people are turning online for answers mm. and people are marketing and making money off of that. Yeah. And she was one of those people making tons of money by giving other people advice on how to raise kids properly. Properly, yeah. And having and having that and, and it, is, it is yeah no it is it is definitely and um I w- I was kind of questioning it and I I I really try to dig in and see if there is a breakdown by state which I couldn't kind of find the specific numbers because there is like oh the state of California is releasing one the state of uh, whatever Utah was yeah. releasing another number and they're not like linked to each other yeah. and the population the differences are very large so it's very hard to understand. What does that mean in the larger scheme of things? Is that the issue in a particular overpopulated states, or is it an issue in particular conservative states, or is it an issue? I would say it would be. I think there is a direct correlation between religion and abuse. Mm. Well, you you think about that they living in Utah and they are Mormon, so would that? Well, would she that was be? she was very like Christian mom. Let me teach yeah. you how to raise your kids, and I would say mm. in general. I think that religion is it's linked to hmm. abuse. I mean, yeah. Um, when, when that's when your religion says that, then yeah, for sure. Mm. But it's it's not only Christianity. There, there. You know, we we we're gonna be talking about a lot of other religions, which is also having that exactly the same. Where you are as a parent is very possessive of the person in front of you, and that's that's an interesting thought that I have. I was I was, I was thinking about it because. It, especially in nowadays world you're you're raising your child from a very young age which they exposed to a lot of different opinions around and you really cannot stop them from being exposed to that it's how you mitigate that you're an imperfect person and explaining to your six years old practically that you're an imperfect person and you will do mistakes however you really try the best for them without you know without kind of just restricting them in a bubble kind of putting them in a bubble because in the end of the day you're just going to come out with resentment from your child being like my mother or my father doesn't allow me to do blah 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 without a really strong understanding to why that happens and why is it beneficial mm. like it's it's quite difficult when you think about it and that's one of the questions that i wanted to ask you is when you when you look at bringing up children nowadays especially in the very very you know near future how do you see yourself to to position yourself for say let's say like six to eight years old when your influence drops down dramatically because now they're in school now they actually have majority of their mm-hmm. social influences is from outside of your support like how do you see yourself being in it and be like what do you do you mean disciplining children? Well, outside of discipline, but also how do you position yourself towards the child? Do you say that you're a you're a guard and your word is a law, or how how do you position yourself towards no, their life? Um, I I mean I I'm no one to give parenting advice. Mm. I can just speak from my own personal experiences, mm. and I for sure don't think. When kids are kids, they need stability and routine. Those are directly linked to happiness. Those are directly linked to them performing well and doing well. Mm -hmm. They need a strong sense of encouragement, and they need to get confidence from somewhere. So you need to be a parent that builds them up. Mm -hmm. You 
need to slowly teach them how to be a little bit more independent mm-hmm. um, because they're going to go out into the, the real world one yeah. day. So you slowly have to teach them that. Mm. I don't think that a parent's word is law. Mm. There needs to be... So in my head, um, if they can argue logically yeah. for say they want to go out to a, a friend's house or something yeah. and you go, no, you can't, you haven't done your homework. If they can create a logical argument for why they think they should go, mm-hmm. I would consider that and be like, well, okay, then okay. Yeah, you can go. Yeah. Yeah. Parents shouldn't be their friend when mm. they're kids. They need an adult figure. So you're there to okay. be a parent. You can be friends with them once they're grown. Mm. And that's okay. what, that's what that's for. Yeah. But if, if they can, I would, I would uh, instill kind of a debate, logical mm. ethic within the, the family. Mm-hmm. So if they can logically debate why I'm wrong for saying something, yeah. then I would concede and I would allow them to mm. do whatever I told them they couldn't do. Yeah. But also teaching them critical thinking and be like, yeah. okay, why do I think that I want to go to my friends today and not stay home and study? Yeah. How is it beneficial to like and actually thinking it through? Yeah. I think fair. I, I think it is. It is a real. It is a very very real advice. And and I was kind of contemplating that as well and thinking that it is, it is a really difficult balance in between making sure that your children know the kind of house rules and but at the same time is giving them enough freedom to actually mm-hmm. choose for themselves to what they actually want to yes. do and how they want to explore. So an, another rule for me, and again, I'm nobody to mm-hmm. give advice, but um, they have to do something. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to school and that's it. You need mm-hmm. to have a hobby. You need to have an activity. Mm-hmm. You need to have something. It doesn't have to be a hobby or an activity I choose for you. Mm-hmm. I might say, hey, go play soccer. And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't like soccer. Mm-hmm. I want to dance. Okay, great. Whatever yeah. it is you want to do that makes mm-hmm. you happy, go do that. Mm-hmm. But you have to stick to something because mm-hmm. I think discipline is really important to instill. Mm-hmm. And sticking with something and developing and honing a skill and a talent mm-hmm. is far too important to yeah. let them be lazy on so mm. they they can do whatever they want to do whatever mm. makes them happy but mm. they have to stick to it yeah oh, that would fair. be my other little that's bit fair. but i'm no one to give advice mm. and um yeah it is a difficult line and people are looking at the mm. this youtube star and people are looking to social media for people with all of the answers to how do i do this as a parent how do i do this as a parent i'm lost i'm and you have all of these situations where parents are very overwhelmed we are in a recession you might having to work two jobs and you're coming home your kids aren't listening to you 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 know and you are desperately looking for answers and this is someone who has cashed in on that market of people desperately looking for answers and not necessarily providing good advice um and i just want to make this clear while we're on um ruby frankie and talking about it her oldest daughter who is 20 years old sheree has come out and yeah. publicly ask that everybody that followed them mm-hmm. unfollow. They mm-hmm. don't want her to have access to any more publicity. They don't want to have her to have any more access to any money or monetary value. So if you are subscribed to 8 Passengers, unsubscribe, mm-hmm. um, unfollow her mom from all social media platforms that you can. Mm. 
at her request. So, and then she also came out to say that if anybody has any other, like recordings or any other, you know, any other, basically any other physical evidence of the some kind of abuse that's been happening, send it to her as well. So that's an extra thing. What is so devastating about this is that the neighbors tried so hard. That's they tried so hard to get mm. the police and mm. CPS involved, yeah. and they were basically just ignored for mm. years. Mm. It's been a couple yeah, years. They've the put yeah. uh, complaints to police. They've asked for wellness checks. They've seen all of this like horrendous mm. abuse and reported it to authorities, and it was just ignored. Mm. So if if nothing else, you know, if, I know it's sad to say, but potentially if they didn't have this YouTube platform, mm. you know, maybe nothing would have happened again. So yeah, I'm, I'm true, grateful though. that publicly it's out there. So at least now the police are doing something and that's CPS true. is taking the children away and potentially are safe. Mm. Mm. Um, it is it is a big problem within the you know social workers to actually not only the instigate the initiate the change within but also monitor because mm. just imagine the amount of again we referring to the figures 10 million people are as a subject to that this is one thirty-fifth of the population yeah. so per one worker there is going to be so many people that you have to not only like instigate the change within the family but also making sure that week two weeks it's actually followed up and it's like you know it's actually progressing into the somewhat of a right direction in that sense um while we are on the topic of uh, the children and kind of how do you feel like about how do you feel about raising up children i did wanted to bring up that the highest success rate for a child's lifetime in terms of the just the, the physical success mental success but also a uh, you know the success within the society and societal structure is studying is actually being at school and actually visiting school and performing as much as you can because that the education is basically the biggest social ladder you can subject your child to mm-hmm. now if your child is six years old and you try to discipline them by make teaching them how to cook dinner or lunch or breakfast that's okay if it start so objectively if it starts intervening with their study because they're hungry and they can't really concentrate that's the line you're crossing already your child should never be punished with hunger or something that should be a basic human right they should have a right to sleep Mm. comfortably yeah they should have a right to be Mm. well fed Mm. clean Mm. dry you should never ever punish them by saying you can't shower, you can't eat, you can't yeah. have a bed, you can't, no. This is, that's yeah, not this is, this is punishment, abuse. that's mm. just abuse. That's abuse, yeah. Um, what would be punishment is, oh, here's that thing that you really enjoy doing, that's an activity, uh, mm-hmm. video game, whatever, take it away, you can earn it back. Mm. Those kinds of things, fine. Mm. But when you are crossing a line on a human what should be a basic human right, mm. you have gone way too far. Yeah. Food, absolutely not. Mm. That child mm. should be able to eat every single day. Yeah. But no, that's that and that's what I'm saying. Like you can you cannot take away objective yeah. productive studying. You cannot. This is the, like you just setting up your child for failure right yeah. there. Because that's just that's the biggest kind of thing. And that and I wanted to bring it up because 
in the end of the day, me thinking about parenting and like how, how would I position yourself, I would definitely, that would be my first point is you just, you have to study. You, one way or another, you want if if it's a as a homeschool and it happens to be a homeschool, fine. But it it has to be productive. And Do you think that twelve year old you would have listened to that? No, but it but that's again that's your role as a parent to make sure that you can actually mm. actually convince your child, not only just push them and force them to do, because especially with the difficult age as is twelve-year-old, it's very difficult to actually make them doing something which they don't want, mm. but convince them that that's in their best interest, yeah. and for them to at least put some work into it is already good. But no, that's that's definitely one of the things that I was just like, that's that's impossible. You just what what how and how are you getting even like how do people look at it and be like, yeah, that's okay. Like I, I don't understand no, that. This I, is just absolutely that's not. math. Absolutely that's, you not. can just look at You it can't take like, away you can never punish a child by taking mm. away their food. That's mm. that is mm. beyond a line. Um mm. and I just want to point out mm. how common I don't know if you know mm. how common this family vlog kind of abuse mm. is has started to happen. Mm. So we now have the Ruby Frankie okay. incident. Um, not so long ago, there was the family of five incident. And the father, I believe, went to jail and the uh, channel was completely disbanded. Okay. Where they had three kids and they would play horrendously mean pranks on their children mm. for YouTube views. And you could mm. see mm. there was like evidence of abuse because the kids would be so afraid mm. for example uh, i remember this quite vividly daddy of five and um if y'all remember he had a prank where he put this invisible ink all over the carpet mm -hmm. and so the mom came up and was like oh my god how this invisible ink get everywhere and the kid like started crying and having a panic attack mm. because it's obvious in that moment that he would have been physically beaten mm. for having done that. And so he was terrified. Mm. And they caught that on film. Mm. And people noticed the signs. Mm. And that was one. Mm. Then there was the Jordan's Cheyenne incident. Where mm. this mom, uh, they found out a family member. Yeah, she, so was a, she was a YouTuber. Again, another family, like, vlogger YouTuber. Mm. And... She, there was a tragic thing. I think a family member got sick or something, and she had the camera up on the dashboard of a car, and mm -hmm. she had her son sitting in the passenger seat, and her son was upset because someone that they cared about was sick, mm -hmm. and she forgot to edit it out of the video, but she's going, look really sad. Can you cry more? Let the camera see your mouth as you mm -hmm. cry, and like controlling him and how he cries in this moment. Yeah on camera so that she could mm. get a better YouTube video of it. Mm. Um, and then before that, this is old school YouTube. You're not mm. going to know about this. I watched um, the Shay Carl and the Shay Tards growing mm. up. This is like original OG YouTube. He mm. was one of the biggest family channels out there and he yeah. filmed um, him and his kids and everybody grew up watching these kids and mm. then he had an incident where he cheated on his wife mm. and 
all of these text messages got leaked online of him sexting with like a cam girl or something like that. Mm. And now these kids that go to school and their life is public and there are millions of people that follow them. Now they're, you know, being followed around by their dad's very public now mm. um, affair. Whereas kids in the past who are in social media mm. would have been able to, you know, keep that hidden. Mm. So there's so many now instances piling up and piling up of how horrendous family vlogging is. Mm. There was also a family vlogger who adopted a baby, but Mm. the baby had some kind of um, disorder, and I forget about the specifics of this incident, Mm. and they sent the baby back to be adopted by somebody else and gave the child back after they had it for like a year. So there's just... That's actually, that's very bad. Horrendous. For a child's development and like attachments and it's just, that's that's very bad. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many now social media influencers Hmm. that are these family vloggers Hmm. that end up in these situations filming Hmm. kids, which Hmm. I don't agree with, if I'm honest. Hmm. How many stupid things did you do as a kid that you wouldn't want the entire world to know about or to see the world watch you grow up it's it's a weird it's a weird situation to put children in in the first place and now it's one one family vlogger after another where scandal incident scandal incident abuse 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 keeps coming out about these Mm. it's it's so common now and I just don't at at this point I don't know if I agree with family vlogging whatsoever at all Mm. and I don't agree with putting these kids Mm. on camera it's it's a difficult question I do think that to some degree what you're feeling I think it's attributed to the fact that we live in such an era of very sensational news and there are probably a lot of family bloggers which are actually okay type Probably, I, I again like I'm assuming, but um, it is it is a difficult question to how do you actually because you, and that's that's one of the kind of topic the conversation that we that we right now getting into is how much do you think your child is like what you want it to be? I know there are a lot of parents who are very possessive about their children. They're like, my child is not gonna do this. My child is not gonna do this. Like. Uh, hold on like how do we as a society make sure that there is a stage where the children actually can just say I want to do what I want to do outside of my parents opinion like you know when I'm like when I'm 16 17 versus when I'm 13 14 how do we like actually get that to how can you be how can your child be 17 in America and you can disallow your child to have a vaccine for example just because you're and they're 17 like they're merely of global age of actually being adults I, I, I agree with that sentiment but what where I'm coming from mm. is if you think of the SA you know mm. uh, laws a child cannot consent to mm. anything with an adult, correct? Mm. Mm. If that is true, I, I agree with the fact that a child can't consent to having their life and their face and their image and their body mm. on camera 
for the world to see. Again. I don't... I, yeah. Mm, I, I, yeah. That's, that's where I, mm. I, I'm starting to just really... It's mm. okay if you want to be a family vlogger and mm. you have all adults in your family and it's just, you know, the yeah. grown-up siblings and the grandparents mm. and whatever... Yeah. And you don't really put the kids on there. That's fine, but mm. I, I'm at this point. I'm thinking that it's not. Mm. I don't think it's. Yeah. Any benefit is coming from having kids filmed. If anything, it's just mm. putting more content out there for pedophiles to come across That's and true. use yeah. in a, a distressing sort yeah. of way. Um, I, I, there, there is. I think that there's a dangerous situation because you know that disorders such as that needs to be managed in separate way rather than not putting children on the internet. I think that's that's a little bit slightly different. But outside of that, it's it's true. How do you how do you identify? this is the parent wants to make money off their situation or this is the child actually wants to film film their life because they feel like that's their hobby and they feel fulfilled around it and how do we as a society manage that child's safety in a sense as well because it's again it's internet and it's internet it's just what it is it is it's a difficult difficult topic and again like when when your child is 10 and it's fairly your child how much are you actually allowed to dictate around their life and how do we as I a society quite, make sure that quite a bit yeah, i think but, quite a bit um because you as a parent are meant to be a parent ooh. you know you need to to control they don't necessarily their brain isn't developed they don't understand what's safe for them um hmm. But even if they think that it is, even if yeah. they think that it's developed and they know what they're talking mm. about, at the end of the day, they don't. Parents tend to know better because mm -hmm. there's reasons, you know, yeah. like to be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what we have the social services and CPS in place yeah. for mm. is for when parents aren't doing mm. that. The problem is how many times are like the Ruby Frankie incident. Yeah. people are ignored when they're reaching out saying hey I think these kids are being abused that's true yeah and, and again is that due to the lack of law and regulation or it's due to the lack of sponsoring the social services to actually be there and again the issue that brought up previously is following up with the with the families as well initiating the changes and making sure that those are those are actually there because it is definitely an issue uh, it's kind of a personal thing but one of my exes was a social worker for a few years of her life and she was actually at she left because of that she was like there's no way I can mentally stay alive past that point because it just there's not enough money and there's too many people to yeah. carry yeah. and then you personally your life is just in it and it's, yeah. it's going down yeah. fast faster than yeah. you think it would mm -hmm. it is it, and it's, it's a difficult thing to say because in the end of the day we would rather think that you know, we are as adults are all, you know, ready to have children. And one of the things that I was thinking about, maybe we should instigate a, a license for health's sake. Like you, oh, if you want to, if you want to drive, you have a car. You know, you but you pass license. You want to be a parent, or even you, you have even, to attend the classes. I agree. Yeah, attending classes and maybe yeah. classes would be an annual, hmm. you know, mandatory five, ten hours, whatever, mm. of, hey, when every year you have to yeah. go and do your hours. That's like, true. Required, yeah. because 
things will change as your kids grow up. Things will change every year depending on what's going on. That's true. So I 100% would agree with Mm -hmm. that. Um, I think far too many people have kids that shouldn't have kids. And it is a biological right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe you could, you know, social benefits could be contingent on you doing Mm -hmm. these. uh, Or... Again, Maybe yeah. being able to apply for insurance companies would be contingent on you doing these classes. Something along yeah. those lines. Because you can't fully just, like, tell people they can't have kids. <laughs> you yeah, can't put no, that out there. Yeah, that, and that's, see, like, that's one of the things as well. How do we, how do we actually enforce it as well? You can't, you can't really stop. But in the end of the day, you know, bloody 10%, if we can make 10% difference, yeah. this is 1 million people yeah. a year. Yeah. Ten, one million people a year yeah. in US. We're not talking about any other country there. Mm-hmm. And and there are free parenting classes. Do they do exist? Uh, they do. They are getting sponsored by some some governmental uh, bodies, but they're not like they're not mandatory, you know. And that's one of the things. Is well, like, I think less less on maybe parental classes, and I think most abuse stems from a combination of some kind of drug or alcohol abuse Mm -hmm. or low EQ. Mm -hmm. And I think that people having access to some form of free therapy, psychiatry, Mm -hmm. or just some kind of social building class that people can go to throughout their lifetime just to be able to manage their emotions better, Mm -hmm. understand why they react the way that they do to certain situations Mm -hmm. so that when it comes to a child, your first instinct isn't Mm -hmm. uh, out of anger or out of fear to go towards abuse. Mm -hmm. Maybe your first instinct would be... Yeah, different or like... I don't know something, yeah, and the, and that's the purpose of the class is to teach you what what your first instinct should be, and you train yourself over a time of practice to yeah. directly. But it's yeah. true, like how many times, even even we are work when we work together, how many times you like, yeah, that person has an anger issues. Yeah. Like, but that's like. But that's casual. where that's where it stems casual. from. That's where it stems from. I Literally. think I think society in general does mm. not do a great job of teaching people yeah. how to manage their emotions. Mm and how to regulate their, mm. you know, um, heart rate and their adrenaline when they get That's upset true. and when they mm. get angry and how can I calm myself down and mm. in this situation, maybe mm. I should just walk away rather than saying something. Like, mm. it doesn't give you, society just in general mm. doesn't teach you these things. You're expected mm. to kind of learn these on your own and yes. you as a parent are expected to teach your child, but if you as a parent can't do it yourself, literally, you can't teach your child yeah. how to do it. And that's and that's one of the things. So I, I genuinely think that EQ programs mm. in some way being mm. enforced within society norms and rules mm. and just teaching people how to regulate these emotions better mm. rather than being so extremely upset and reacting like that, instantly yeah. abuse would 
would, would drop. drop. Yeah, and especially with the presence of children as well, because because children do ob- absorb so much of your behavior, mm-hmm. and even if you think that they don't, and the, again the the figures that I looked at, it was it was ninety percent of viol of domestic violence is. Uh, witnessed by children at the household. Yeah. Which means that you basically you don't get away with domestic mm-hmm. violence mm-hmm. in front of each other. You just don't. It, that's just what it is. Yeah. So even even if you don't direct, even if there, there is a presence of domestic violence and your child is not a subject to it, they still you know they, they just they, it's, it's psychologically they still observe it. They still think yeah. something about it. Maybe it may be thinking that it's probably not good, but how, how do you make sure that those children actually know that this is bloody bad? Well, the problem and is... And they'll just learn that and be like, yeah, that's normal. But they do think that's normal. But that's that's the thing. Like, it's it's not okay. And that's why, like, it's it's a very difficult, a very difficult subject. I, well... Especially conservatively yeah. speaking, it's a very difficult subject. Very difficult. Yeah. But also, think of how many domestic mm. abuse... Um, takes place because mm. of drug or alcohol abuse. Mm. Those people would not have drug or alcohol addictions and abuse if they could regulate their emotions better because most of the time these come from mm. trauma and wanting mm. to run away and not understanding how to regulate. Yeah. So I think overall mm. some kind of EQ being out there some, and just yeah. teaching people Support structure, yeah. Yeah, for people. Would, would just mm. help regulate that. That's true, and then we are in our stage of the society right now. We are in the best state there is, and as as much as we as a, as a channel, we do like to kind of you know to push the social media is this, social media is that. The social media here is really could be the biggest drive of this change, because we can all just we can we need to all make a big deal of this situation. We really do. We just we just need to make the biggest noise around it mm-hmm. so people hear and understand that this is this is hard it's, it's it's a big problem in our society and we need to change it yeah no it's, it's, that we, it's the action massive. is needed when i found out um how prevalent mm. domestic violence in new zealand was because mm. both of us live in new zealand neither one mm. of us are from here but we mm. both moved here mm. um and new zealand is a significantly more progressive yeah, sure. uh, socialist leaning type yeah. country than both of yeah. us are from yeah I never expected domestic yeah. violence to be as high that's true yeah as it was so it's really it's it's not the oh this this is the you know the right leaning conservative people problem yeah. no it's it's really everybody. it's everybody yeah. yeah and and we are there like we we, we arrived basically we, mm. we just need to do something about it because you know, next generation are growing up and they are not having easier life than we did. N- in nowhere. I don't know if social media is the answer, though. Um, I think the social media well, is the I mean, tool like, to use. Well, I mean, look at all of these. Yeah, but look at this abuse stemmed from a social media. That's true. Again, like it's more of a making this situation popular, and you kind of briefly brushed by it that. What if they were just an average family without a, you know, without a, a following it's on YouTube? It's true. How many times does that happen where the, they don't, it yeah. doesn't get that publicity? And, it's just, and, and it doesn't get, and it just gets, you know, in two or three months, it just gets back to wherever it was. Because mm. there is no money and no funding there. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, of course. Oh, 
I didn't tell you about the mm. update. The I think it was today that um, mm. the father of the kids, yeah, who has taken custody. Yeah. So the father separated from Ruby Frankie. Yes. Like a year ago. What's his name? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Frankie. And he lived in a different house for the last year. He came to pick up uh, the kids mm-hmm. and take them away. Mm-hmm. And he showed up wearing his wedding ring. Okay. Which says a lot. If he's been separated from her for a year, he still has her back. He's still wearing a wedding ring. Even after this mm-hmm. abuse has come out and he's coming mm-hmm. to collect his kids. And, okay, he was separated from her for a year. Mm-hmm. He was there for a lot longer than a year. He knew about what she was doing. Oh, he sure. didn't say anything. No, I don't I, know if it's any better for those yeah. kids to be with him. That's true. No, but that's, again, like, uh, yeah. Uh, but also, the why did they separate? So I, I kind of, I didn't dig into the into his story. Uh, I, I just heard know. that he, I, I just heard that he wasn't one to be in custody. I heard that he was not one of the people who were detained. As Judy and Ruby were, so I was like, oh, there, there may be something around it, or maybe he's detained and he's just not in the news or something, and I kind of dug around it, and I didn't find much of the information, but also, yeah, yeah why did they split? And uh, the chances are that they didn't split because of the violence issue, they probably split because of something else. Yeah. Which means that they are on one page around it, and that's not good. Yeah, and, and the now kids and, are with yeah, him. and and now you're stuck with six years old child, you know, well, not getting from a better situation. It turns out her, her Ruby Frankie's sisters, yeah, who are also with the kids, okay. made a statement. They also have a family vlog channel. Oh, sure. So okay. it's just like. Okay, so it's like from one from one. Yeah, but family. I mean, like. I don't think there's any abuse allegations surrounding it, but it's just a little devastating that from one family vlog situation where these kids are being raised around a camera and I, I genuinely, I'm so torn because I loved it. I used to love it. I thought it was amazing watching, you know, the mom get pregnant and then have the baby. Then I'm watching the baby turn three and I'm following along.